Salutations and more salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite show, The Dale Ryan Report. I am Ryan Humor and... I mean, I'm the ever so clever, the man with many endeavors. You know, your favorite podcast host, Mr. About Dell Time. Peace, love, happiness, all that, man. What's cracking, man? What's up, man? Before we get into anything, before we get into anything, I, yeah, told, y'all, I told y'all about this thing. I told you about this thing a couple weeks ago. I told y'all about this thing that I was going to start doing when shit just started appearing to me. Because, you know, I, I know, I know when I'm wrong. I know when I'm wrong. And sometimes about Dell Time be right. Sometimes about that time, I'm not going to wait all, all the way to the end of the episode because <laughs> I'm not going to wait all the way to the end of the episode because I'm going to forget, you know, but about Dale Tommy, this name, because he, he's so wrong often that when he write, I'll be like, damn, about damn time, you know what I mean? <laughs> but last week, I, a couple weeks ago, I said about Dale Time was right. Eminem did not need, need to respond to the game. He didn't need to. Number two, this is what I just found out the other day. About Dale Time was right about this movie on Netflix. I forget what it's called. I'm sorry. Yo, what's it called? Uh, you're talking about the, oh my God, the basketball it's the, movie. It's the basketball. You, could, you could look it up while I'm saying it. About Dell Time, talking about this Adam Sandler basketball movie that was on Netflix. I was like, man, I don't know, man. That shit. He's like, that shit gonna be raw, bro. You will really like it. Well, this nigga don't know what I like. How you know me? He only know me 20 plus years. How you know what I like? And I was like, man, whatever. I'm thinking nothing about it. The movie came out six, seven months ago. I'm bored because Hollywood ain't making nothing. You know what I mean? So I finally watched the movie that hustle hustle i'm sorry i'm sorry and listen i'm sorry i'm sorry Pac. i'm sorry who else who else and above the rim may have passed away i'm sorry to above the one producers i'm sorry sunset park i'm sorry to whoever else i mentioned within the urban movie flow but listen man hustle is the best basketball movie i've ever seen i'm sorry the storyline is fire yeah, the storyline is dope the storyline story is fire like it goes into like the politics. It goes into scouting. It's fire. I don't yeah. understand why Queen Latifah's in the movie, but it was good. It was cool. That's a good twist on it. Right. But yo, about Dale Thomas Wright, if y'all get a chance, check out Hustle on Netflix. Great yes. movie, man. Great movie. About Dale Thomas Wright. So I have no choice but to tip my hat, man. About Dale Thomas Wright. I'm not have no problem saying that. No, it's like it's kind of like a meteor hitting the earth and killing all dinosaurs. It's not gonna happen very often, but when it, it do happens, happen, you gotta respect it. You know, it's crazy because I always hear I'm right, but listen, <laughs> I hear I hear it so often it'd be it's like a meteor hitting when I'm wrong. Like damn, that nigga wrong. Like, fuck, can't believe this nigga. I can't trust this nigga for nothing. Then that's where I, that's how it goes. Like if I'm wrong, niggas can't trust me for shit. The one time I'm wrong, but every time I'm right, niggas be like yeah, nigga, he right. They go nigga do all the answers. That's how niggas be talking about me. You know what I'm saying? Legend status, nigga. I don't know, man. I think you're talking about a specific friend. Because we got a specific friend where if about Dale Thomas right, he'd be like, well, he only right because of me. <laughs> <laughs> he only right because, listen, I, I'm the one that I'm the one that told him about the internet six years yeah. ago. And then when he used the internet and found that, I'm, he, he only right because of me, bro. He only right exactly. But listen, man, we know we know why y'all here, man. About Dale Thomas put together a promise for y'all last week. And he yeah, said, he I did. Said, he said that he gonna spit some bars. I mean, hey, so we gonna... and you're right, and I appreciate you because you actually challenged me to this. And when I was writing, I'm like, damn, I've been written bars in a minute, like, like actually written. So excuse me if this shit don't flow as well as it should. But I'm, I'm, I'm promise y'all, if y'all really listen to what I'm saying, first off, I ain't gonna curse. I ain't gonna say no curse words in here. So I was really trying to like think about how to approach this for y'all so that y'all can get the best out of these bars. And so, look, man, let me start this off, man. I'm on a journey moving forward, no rerun. 
crafting my verses like a painter with every line. From the streets to the studio, I'm refining my grind. It's wisdom in my words, my thoughts intertwine. I speak the truth. I no need for disguise. Through the struggle and pain, my spirit never dies. Reflecting on my past is no surprise. The lessons that I learned that made me wise. I paint pictures with my rhymes, vivid and clear. It's like a roller coaster, but I face it with no fear. In the darkest of nights, my light will appear. Ambition in my heart, de determination so sincere. I stay humble, always staying true to myself. In the industry of fakes, I rise above it like stealth. With every beat, I leave a piece of my wealth, empowering my people, bringing change with health. I'm a storyteller, narrating life's tales in the heart of the struggle, where my passion prevails, juggling dreams and reality, my ship sails. I'm God's heir, carrying the legacy trails. Bars. Walk out of here. You oh, shit. oh, shit. God damn, Joe. <laughs> God damn, so I man, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I was in Sacramento last night. It was 108 degrees, but man, right now, right now in Manteca, California, during this particular episode, it's 400 degrees. Man, it's 400. Juvenile jealous right now. Okay, man. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Flawless, bro. Okay. Yeah. I made sure no cursing. I want to curse on y'all. I wanted to get y'all real intellect. You feel me? Really speak, cause. Bars I used to spit, you know, have a lot of cursing in it. Sometimes like that, it doesn't really have any, it doesn't really sustain a lot of substance. But I wanted to ensure, man, to show you, I mean, I be reading, man. I've been reading, man. I'm getting out there, man. My, my, my vocabulary getting better, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm blessed out here, man. Got a baby now. It's different. You know what I'm saying? I look at the world different now, son. You know what I'm saying? My vision a little bit more clear. You know what I mean? I, I see you, bro. I, I can't even... I thought you was gonna come. He was like, I wrote a sixteen. I was like, all right, he's gonna come up and just do a little three bars. But I'm done. But you really, you really gave it to him, bro. I, oh, yeah. I mean, okay, okay, okay. I appreciate the challenge. I appreciate the challenge. It really, it really put me to the test. And I was like, I can't, I can't come on here because he, he telling people, yo, he really got lyrics, you know, all this stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? Let me really just show him because you know I don't want to come up here with the hip hop, hippity hip hip hop that don't stop the rock to the bang bang boogie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, shit, man. I I appreciate you accepting the challenge, bro. I genuinely do. I think I think that's fire, man. I also appreciate you taking in my three mile challenge. In case y'all didn't know, uh, yesterday was uh, about Dell Time's wife's birthday. Mrs. About Dell Time, uh, she so he, about Dell Time didn't do his Saturday morning run because he had to, you know, tend to his husbandly duties and show his wife a nice time and the baby a nice time and take him to the museum. So mm -hmm. Ryan Holloway, me, I had to get my three mile in Saturday morning. I had to care. I had to put the whole Ax. team on my back though. You know, and I gave about the time 24 hours to respond. So yeah, I guess woke up early. Went a great hand and ran across the bridge this morning. But the thing is, though, bro, <laughs> like, I mean, you ran the you ran the three miles, but you didn't run but the 5K. So I did. Like, that was 5K. Nah, bro. Three miles is 5K is 3.1. You ran three. So okay, fine. You did get 3.12. You I ain't gonna lie, you got 3.124, bro. 3.14. Okay. 3.14. You did your thing. <laughs> thing you ain't telling them is on Wednesday, I had ran across the Carquinas Bridge. You know what I'm saying? That was 3.5. Just so you're aware about oh, that. that was. That was. You just told them. Yeah. Yeah. But I want you to tell them. <laughs> Listen, man, I, we wanna, got, I know I want to spend raw money. You want to spend your minute time? He ran across the bridge. Yeah, that's right. He yeah, ran across yeah. the bridge. Maybe I don't know. I wasn't there. It could have been a conspiracy. Listen, I have no idea. Could have <laughs> been Photoshop, CGI. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Listen, while I mean, while we're talking about conspiracies, I don't know if you guys heard this, but 
uh, just recently. Well, I'm not. This isn't a conspiracy. This really happened. I don't know if you guys listen to a podcast. It's called Million Dollars Worth the Game. Bars. It features uh, Wallow and Gilly the King, and they've been lit. They've been popping. I'm not sure if you guys happen to watch that podcast, but they have incredible they guests. Uh, Wallow is incredibly motivational, mm-hmm. and uh, Gilly is funny, right? And uh, just recently, um, last week, uh, he unfortunately lost his son to some violence in the street, you know, and the episode isn't about that. The episode is about a thing that happens when black people die that are close to other famous black people. It's this disgusting thing that happens in our community where instead of just saying like, damn, man, that's wild. Hate to see he lost the kid. Within our internet age, because YouTube is so wild and and people ain't got nothing else to do. Instead of being like, damn, man, he lost the kid. Prayers or damn heart and prayer. You know, instead of one of those is. Damn, bro, can't imagine how you feel. Well, that's that Illuminati, though. So all the comments is, that's that Illuminati, though. That's that Illuminati. So that soul. That's where they got that bread from. It's strange. It's wild because Wallow's whole thing when he came out of jail was like writing this whole list of what he was going to do when he, when he first got to jail, how much money he was going to save. He's making YouTube videos and everything and Instagram videos over and over and over again. So he got popping. And then Gilly obviously has his fame from like from his rap moves. They know people in Philly. They blew up organically. Like I don't see how, I don't understand how that could be a trade-off, right? I, I'm not sure how it is. So when I saw it in the comments, I was like, all right, well, let me just read some more comments. And then I reached out to an Illuminati expert. Me and Dale know an Illuminati expert who shall Thanks. remain anonymous because we don't want nothing to happen to him. But he gave me and Dale a whole bunch of game. Before I get into that, Dale, I just want to ask you, I don't know how you feel about this. I'll be, I just gave you this topic all of three hours ago. I mean, you may rock, you may, you may be afraid of the Illuminati. You may be part of the Illuminati. I don't know. But I just want to ask, bro, how do you feel about this? I think, um, first off, let me start off by saying R.I.P. to Cheese, um, which is Gilly's kid. Uh, that's his that's his course, like his hip hop name, or you know, I don't I'm not for sure on his on his uh on his given name, but that's definitely his street name, Cheese. Um, R.I.P. him. Um, I think you said a lot of things that resonates with myself. And 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 those things where um I hate that we do this, but like if I was to talk particularly to this particular incident right here, um, I have to point out about if anything, Gilly, I mean Wallow gave Wallow, if 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 if, if the Luminati is so real, Wallow sacrificed his life doing 20 year, 20 doing a 20 year bid. Right. That's what it that's what the sacrifice was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sacrifice <laughs> like like he did a 20 year build and then came out. It's like you know what I'm saying? And been on straight positive street, doing nothing but getting onto the internet, telling you how street violence can particularly lead up to a few different things. Being in a pine box, being in a being in a a, a four by four cell, or you know what I'm saying, just just literally being drugged out, like the things that it comes along with the streets. That's how the streets work. And if you don't know about Philadelphia, Philadelphia upholds one of the most highest crime rates out there. So when you say Illuminati, instead of always going to Illuminati and marching about the Illuminati, not saying y'all marching about the Illuminati, why don't y'all march about like, let's stop the violence in these streets because that's what's happening. You know what I mean? So it's not Illuminati. This man just lost his son. It's the same way as in when DC just lost his, lost his partner. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to stop that shit. Especially when it comes to to our black, to our people of color, 
to the fact that like every time they lose somebody, Kanye loses his mom on a surgery bed. Oh, Illuminati gave he sacrificed his mom. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Lauren, Lauren, uh oh my god, uh damn, I'm I'm, I'm losing her name. Lauren London. Oh. Lauren London loses Nipsey. Oh, you know, they didn't they they wanted they wanted to take him out. They wanted to take him out. No. You know who wanted to take him out? The nigga who shot him. You know what I'm saying? That's who wanted to take him out. Right. That's who wanted to take him out. Like, it wasn't nobody else. Nobody else wanted to lose Nipsey. We don't want to lose our people. That's not where we're at right now. I don't believe in Illuminati. Uh, it's crazy to even think that Illuminati is even real because of the simple fact, like, how something so much of a secret, but everybody know about it? It's a secret that everybody know. Like, everybody know the Illuminati. Everybody talking about the Illuminati. They, Jay-Z raps about it. It's to the point where Jay-Z just actually plays with y'all with it. Like, yup, Illuminati, yup, 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 with the Illuminati. Like, because it's like y'all niggas gonna feed into it. Niggas do shit like, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a cover my eye on my album cover because I know niggas gonna think that that's some kind of spiritual shit. That's some kind of, like, Illuminati shit. I'm now on 666. I don't believe in that shit. I do believe, however, that, yes, there is people who... Not people, but I do believe that there are spirits out there. I do believe that there's people out there who have evil spirits who happen to who, who happen to, to believe in satanic things. I don't necessarily think that people are sacrificing their loved ones to get to the get to gold and things like that. You feel me? That's just wild to me. I don't think that. I don't think that. And if they are, um shit, that sucks. That sucks for you. you. As the person, because you probably thought that sacrificing somebody was going to get you somewhere, right. but in reality, it doesn't. It never gets you anywhere, except to a to a jail. Because if you sacrifice, nigga, they gonna find out conspiracy, nigga. You're going down. You're going down, nigga. You're 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 literally going to jail. So even if you're successful at it, nigga, it's gonna come out because you're gonna live in the cell of your mind that that shit even happened. What are your thoughts on? The idea that when you hear these theories from people, they're unable to tell you Pacific. about who they don't think is involved. Mm. See, that, that just goes to show more about more about like how it's not real. Because the first thing you should be able to tell me is who you like who you look to to stay as far as away from this. Because you got to, like, whenever you are trying to avoid something, there's some type of way, there's some person that you're looking at or something that you're looking at to tell me, this is who I'm trying to be like to avoid this shit. Right. You feel right, me? Right, right. I'm trying, to, I'm trying not to be like this, so I'm going to avoid it by, by, by following this particular fact. Some people turn to Jesus. Hey, I want to be more like God, so I'm going to avoid everything that it is, and I'm going to invest my knowledge into being more into the more into the Bible, more into Christianity, more into whatever it is. Some people choose to say, you know what? I'm going to be more like uh, motivational ass motherfucker. I'm going to be more like Oprah. You know what I mean? Like she gives out cars. She does this. I'm going to be more like Oprah so I can avoid the shit. I'm going to get my financial gain up. I'm going to be more like I'm going to be more like this particular person because he's doing financial. That's what you look forward to. Nobody can ever tell you that because they're only focused on the negative. So they're only looking at what they, and I'm saying it as in not meaning that it's negative. It's just what they perceive to be negative. This is a negative appeal. I think this is negative. I think that this is negative. This is happening because it's negative. This is this and this and this. So now you don't, you can't even mourn for real. You can't even mourn for real for another lost life because you're too busy thinking that that lost life had some particular type of action to it. 
for that person to be lost. Straight up. And I, you know, I think it's interesting how part of this whole thing, I think that people really mean well, because mm -hmm. on one end, it's that some people that are, let's say, I won't say people, people that are atheists will say that. A lot of people hang on to the idea of heaven because no one ever wants life to end. Right? So you want to have something so you can say, hey, my loved ones are still with me. I'll see them eventually. Some would say that whenever a celebrity gets hemmed up, we want to have a story because can't nobody just die, right? Even Betty White, she's a millionaire. There's like this COVID, bro. She's a million, right? Yeah. So I think it's just this thing like we want people's legend to live on and on by saying that something was connecting them to someone that is still here. The ironic, the not even the ironic, the the circular logic within the situation is this. Unfortunately, people that know famous people have people around them that die because people die, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a particular statistic or a study that says that you're going to be as successful as like the five people that you're around the most. So if you're someone that's up and coming and you hustling, chances are that someone you do know is up and coming. Right. So if you're up and coming and you die, there's always going to be someone around you that is famous. So it's mm -hmm. almost in the sense of like, okay, don't ever hang around those successful people. But then if you underground, you're not around those successful people. And then it's like, yo, they went to go get him. Yeah. They, yeah. Right. He was like speaking went, the truth. They went to go get him. He was with his flock speaking the truth. So somebody went to go get him. But then if you're around someone else, like I had just learned yesterday from, from the Illuminati expert that I interviewed, I had just learned that apparently, uh, uh, allegedly, Aaliyah was a sacrifice so that Dame Dash and Jay-Z could get on. Which I found interesting because if you look at Jay-Z's career, Jay-Z is actually late to the game. Jay-Z released his first album when he was 26 years old. Mm -hmm. Tupac died. At 26 years old. So it took Jay-Z like that sacrifice that long ago to get here. It seems like he would have been better off just selling drugs. Right? right. Like, wouldn't you just be better off selling drugs rather than like sacrificing the teenager? I mean, no, she was older than us. So it was like sacrificing uh she wasn't the she wasn't the Forever 21 Club. She was, I think she may have been 26 when she passed. But like, why why do that to them to then become a billionaire like all of like, I don't know, 15 years later? That seems kind of whack to me. So some of these things we hear are like, yo, it's a wild thing to consider it almost makes me feel like we can't be famous and like wealthy as black people ironically i asked the person a lot of names i asked them how they felt about tyler perry and oprah they said oh well, those people are connected to the church and they got influence or black and white people so yeah they're definitely connected i was told yesterday that uh wayne meek mill Lil nas x uzi vert cassidy mace orlando brown bow wow r kelly cosby uh, Pac, not not Pac, Biggie, Prince, MJ, King Von, and Mac Miller. And here's the thing, right? When I asked the person these questions, I made sure I just threw in a bunch of names, like collectively, to just see if there was any type of, let's say, discrimination within those names. Like, oh, no, not that guy. But I'm like, mm -hmm. hey, how you feel about uh, Pac, Biggie, Prince, MJ, King Von, Mac Miller? Oh, yeah, all those dudes got evidence connected to them. They could have all been involved. Okay, how you feel about R. Kelly and Cosby? Oh, yeah, Cosby was definitely set up because that's some BS, and R. Kelly probably wouldn't play ball, so they released his tapes, which is interesting to me. Because the problem is, with some of this logic is, if you're pulling up and, let's say, I won't even put this on nobody, but say we got some conscious rappers in my own business. If you pull up and just murk a conscious rapper, 
I'm like, oh, he was doing good for the community. Yo, don't smile. Nobody I'm not care. talking about that person. I'm not talking about that person. I'm not even, don't smile. They're like, bro, why you gotta, why you gotta murk mom? No, I'm, not, I'm thinking somebody, I'm thinking, I, I'm completely removing my mind from that thought. I'm thinking some random dude I heard in the corner. Not even, okay. so relax, relax. Somebody with no dreads. And so, um, if they, they, Logic. Pull, they pull up and just murk this conscious rapper, right? And it's like, oh, dude was minding his own business, bro. That's messed up, right? Like, that's cold, bro. Like, how why they do that to him? That's different than R. Kelly was balling, so they released his tapes. Bro, if that's what the Illuminati doing, good for Illuminati. But listen, <laughs> bro, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. We need more Illuminati then. We need more Illuminati. They're like, hey, R. Kelly, we're going to need you to uh, play ball. We're going to release your tapes. I don't know what R. Kelly was doing to play ball, but whatever he stopped doing, whatever he stopped doing, stopped paying taxes, or whatever he was doing, fine, release the tapes. He was a predator. Like, so, so go ahead, though. He wasn't releasing no more trapped in the closet. That's, right. That's probably what happened. He's like, "Hey man, can you do more trapped in the closets?" And he was like, "No, I don't want it. To, I don't want it to be something that people get tired of." He's like, "Bro, you better release those more trapped in the closets." Then it's like, "We gonna show you like, no, I don't, I don't want to do it no more. I'm tired of it." And then, and then it was like, "We can release a tape." It's like, "You better do more traps." Like, no, I don't want you to release another tape. And release a Netflix thing. So yeah, if that's how y'all gotta get him, cool. They're like, "Bro, make the music that people want to see, or we snitching." And they snitch. That's why Vin Diesel and them keep making Fast and Furious. Yeah. Because like, hey, man, we don't want to make no more. We got this tape. They got Paul Walker, though. <laughs> yo, that's because they was like, yo, we don't want to make it no more. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to make All right, we're going to get you. And then Paul Walker got him. So got I him. think, so even I think if, if the Illuminati is like the famous people police, but like, hey, man, we know. Hey, listen, if you want to do this stuff on these tapes and pee on these people, you gotta you gotta really trap in the closet for like the people that don't want to see you pee on people. But all right, yeah. man, make your trap in the closet. But to get a message from from uh, from our informant saying like in so many words like defending it, like they they released the tape because he wouldn't play ball. The tape should have been released anyway, right? Right. So that's kind of the part that gives my the the out the tremendous amount of contradiction within the whole thing. Like kind of it blows my mind, bro. I remember when when Nipsey when Nipsey had got when Nipsey lost his life. I remember immediately. One of the comedians I follow, uh, Tony Baker, the guy that does the animal voices, yep. he wrote something to me. He's like, "Hey man, before y'all do all the conspiracies, can we just mourn? Before y'all do all that, exactly. Y'all do can Please. we just the first day, Dill, day one? Like, come on, bro, yeah. can we just can y'all not do that right now? Just right. post, just repost his music and show the hearts. So like, we don't got to do all that. And then the the thing for me is <laughs> some of the conspiracy, some of like my theory, some of the theories be so dumb. Where oh. Let me get let me tell you about this one thing that happened. We was talking about this probably maybe it's 2011. It was me, one of our listeners, the homie Bat, and uh, we were all in the hotel and we were all talking shit. We were in LA, all talking about it, going back and forth. Oh, so and so died, so and so died, so and so died, so and so died, so and so died. And then Bat was like, "Bro, like, can black people just die?" <laughs> it's like so nobody can die. I was weak, bro, and then. Then the dude, the theory dude was like, nah, bro, we just saying, I mean, the people could die, but like, it just be weird. So every black dude, I get it. I want all black folks to live forever too. Right. But I don't think, I don't think that's realistic. The thing that gets me about these conspiracy theories sometimes is like, yo, they, they, Nipsey lost his life because he was going to release the Dr. Sebi documentary. But I don't know if you guys have spent a lot of time on YouTube, uh, as much time as I do, or even Dale as a filmmaker, but there's documentaries about everything on YouTube. Exactly. Every, every, the, the the last thing the government want to hide from you is for y'all to eat correctly because all because the way Chick-fil-A line is set up, they don't Nipsey could have released whatever documentary. Y'all not gonna eat, right? 
It yeah. don't matter. This is a thousand documentaries on TV. Have you seen, we all done seen all the what the health's in the vegan yeah. things, and we still seen. What's them. the one that the one that they they did the fast food dude? The one dude who always do all the fast food shit. Uh, supersize me. He yeah. did that. Yeah, old buddy, he did it. Yeah. Like we didn't seen all of us. Like they murked him because he was gonna tell us the truth about food. No, we know the truth about food. They made a movie called Soul Food, where right. grandma had to get her foot cut off, and then she died. And at the end of the movie, they ate all the same food. Exactly. So Facts. he got murked because he was gonna make a documentary. Now Nick Cannon gonna make the documentary and pick up the torch. We still waiting. I'll it wait. Busy, bro. Babies. It can't busy, man. So it's. I think. I think in the way. I think in the way it's frustrating. Dale. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Dale. Is it? Do you, this? Here's my conspiracy. I want to ask you how you feel about this conspiracy. My conspiracy is this. Do you think that <laughs> this was started to have black folks just hate on other black folks? And then yeah. other black folks to then turn it into a thing where they troll other people because you are right. Jay Z really, Jay Z, when Blueprint 3 came out, he really, it was either on to the next one or run this town. When him and Rihanna got like a bull's head in the background, it's a random uh, triangle. And and Jay Z said during like, I guess, like one of the outtakes for the video, like, yeah, if they, you know, we mess with him a little bit. And then him, yeah. and, him and Rick Ross got a song called Freemasons, which is outstanding. It's on right. Rick Ross Teflon Down. It's incredible. So you get to a point where you got other black folks like trolling other black folks. You got other people where it's like, Okay, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry's story is incredible. Right. Oprah's Oprah's story is incredible. Like Oprah was a talk show host before that shit was cool. She did the movie Color Purple. Was had to was told to lose weight. She got the fired. Road. She got fired. The thing that kicked Oprah off of is where she got fired from. I forgot what company she got fired from. I think it was like was it Van? It was some other like big ass a corporation. Yeah, news company. She got fired from there at like a at like twenty six. And that's what kicked her off because she was like, oh, like how most of us even think when we get when we lose a job, but I'm never going to have to work for these niggas again. And she really like worked it up to now be be literally her own network. Like, come on, man. I already got much respect for Oprah, but yo, yeah, a lot of y'all it's called it's called own Oprah. Yeah. Network. And we got Tyler Perry about to buy BET and Tyler Perry make Tyler Perry makes all the shows that he want to make, period. I don't know if y'all seen Blackish. On Netflix, on studio. Tyler Perry has a good has a good has a good uh, monologue on there about how he talked. It's a dialogue between him and Kenya Barris about how I make what I want to make, bro. So if anybody, it's interesting that we could have black men making things for black people. But if he was like, I don't know, on the opposite, they would call him a sellout and say he sold the soul. But he's still doing the stuff. He making his own studio because they wouldn't make his stuff. So, right. yo, do you think that this is a way, another way for us to just something that's put out there for us to just pull each other down? How it's called the. It's called the Mandingo process. And what this is, is, is this. See, we've been, we've been tailored to hate on each other. And a lot of that is, is this. Is, if you really want to talk about the Illuminati, it's like this. This is what happens. Somebody above, the others, they came and they said, okay, you know what? We got to continue to keep these black people hating each other, whether it's for skin color that they are, whether it's because he's a lighter shade, whether because he's a darker shade, whether because he's more financially, maybe because he speaks better, maybe because he has more. We got to continue that because that's the only way we're going to keep them down. Because the moment that we unify with each other and the moment that we start celebrating each other for our big wins and things like that, we become the Jewish community. And they don't want that from the black community. They don't want us to be the Jewish community because see the Jewish community, regardless of whatever is talked about them, they, the moment that some shit is said about them, any other people, they immediately attach out and say, no, 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 no. 
You would never say that about him. Woo, 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 right? For us, they they convinced us that almost that like no, it has to be true because such and such da, 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 because it goes down the, it goes down the network like that, and then it eventually we start to believe the shit, and it's because we think in our way there's no way he was that successful. There's no way that he was that successful and that that happened without this particular thing happening, that this particular action happened. There's no way. And see, the thing about it is, is it makes us forget that hard work doesn't happen overnight. Because see, that's the thing is a lot of these people, when you look at that, you look at their success, you're thinking that in some type of way they had to have some action happen where somebody had to die for them to get successful. No. Kevin Hart didn't get successful because overnight, because he did this one community thing. Kevin Hart been working. Kevin Hart been did starry ass movies like Soul Plane. Y'all, y'all make fun of the shit and things like that. Kevin Hart did paper, did paper planes. Kevin Hart did hella shit, hella body of work, took on hella jobs to eventually. It's like now he's the number one community. No, he he sold his soul. He sold his soul. He sold his soul. No, because Cat should be better than him. Cat is better than him. Cat might be. In your eyes, a better comedian, but Cat ain't putting in the work every time. Cat ain't ready to accept everything. Cat ain't ready to diversify his 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 comic his comic roles to be that person. So a lot of times, y'all think that is hate because that's what it is. We can't just we can't just basically celebrate Cat for who he is. Hey, Cat's great. He did the pimping shit. Pimping shit only get so much, especially when all of a sudden the feminist the feminist um. Uh, motivation is now becoming more 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 advocate like it's 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 what it is now like the feminist push that now is bigger so nobody wants to hear about the pimp nobody wants to hear about that no more you know what i'm saying nobody wants to hear about that they they're rather hear self-deprecation of somebody talk about their family they talk about this and talk about that because they're self-deprecating their self to eventually push the thing up but if you're always the person that's i don't know wrong i'm a pimp i'm this i'm that nobody really want to hear that shit no more you know what I'm saying? Because now you make it fun of me. You you talking about me? Now I don't want to hear that all the time. It's funny. Yeah, you're right. But at the same time, it's like I'd rather hear about the dude who self-deprecates himself because he's talking about himself. He took us himself in the thing. He does this, and now that becomes bigger. And of course, media is going to push that because they see. Well, you know what I'm saying? We can either we can either we can either basically say we support the pimping shit, or we can say we support the self-deprecation shit. You feel me? Because it's it's quirky. It's unique. Everybody goes through rated G. Rated G, it still can be good. So at the end of the day, I feel like if anything is is the theory that you just said, it's that if you want to say it's Illuminati, it could possibly be that the studios and things like this, they've tricked us and we fell victim to it because for so many years, we keep saying it's Illuminati, but all they did, somebody was just like, nah, we can't let these niggas just be out here dying or things like that. We can't let them die. And then they, then they hero, they make these people, they make these people, these, these, uh, what do you call it when somebody dies and all of a sudden he's a the uh, a martyr? You can't make him a martyr because 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 that's what happens. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. They don't want that shit. We did that shit with Pop. Pop. We still talking about Pop never died and things like that and everything like that, right? And then still. in 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 reality, for a while it was still good, right? Yeah. But even when somebody says, "Oh well, Pop," to me, Pop would have been the biggest part if it was Illuminati. Pop was the biggest portion of the Illuminati because in reality, right? He was so educated and knew what was going on, but for him to be getting himself twisted into the point where he literally got his self finessed, this is going to be hated. I'm This opinion that I'm about to say is going to be hated. Pac was a follower, and I'm going to tell you what I mean by that, and I hate to say that. Pac followed Suge. 
He wanted to be a game banger. When Pac was talking in Oakland and he was talking about keep your head up, he was talking about, you know, all of these other different things. When he was talking on a positive note, that's the Pac everybody loved, right? The moment he started getting involved with the gang shit, he became a part of that shit. He embedded that shit. So to me, that would have been the easiest person to influence. Because you can easily influence somebody who's going to follow the lead or whatever, whatever he knows is going to make hot. You feel me? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, I hate to say that. And I know a lot of niggas love Pac. I love Pac. I love his music. I think he was, I think, I think he was revolutionary, but I think sometimes y'all don't realize how much of a follower he was. And some of our followers and some of our leaders are followers. Right. They follow a lot of motherfuckers. You feel me? For the longest, Martin Luther King followed Gandhi. You feel me? He followed Gandhi. You know what I'm saying? Gandhi was racist. A lot of people don't even know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so a lot of a lot of times it's it's we are we we've been we we've been manipulated to believe something we've been manipulated to believe to hate on each other to continue this shit this is why if you see your brother dressed better than you sometimes you don't even it's hard for a motherfucker to be like hey great job bro good shit man nah nah don't don't give him that don't do that don't do that you right. know what i'm saying don't do this don't do that we've been we've been that's tailored shit that's tailored we don't want to even want to congratulate each other. Sometimes even when you hear, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes if you hear a nigga over congratulating, you almost mad he congratulating you too much. Like, bro, shut up, bro. Tired of you kind of congratulating me because you thinking right. that somehow he hating. In your mind, you like he hating low key. You ain't like, nigga, lie. Keep... You ain't gonna <laughs> lie. I'll be having times. I have a, I have a set I think was cool. Yeah, but and hey, niggas are. Hey man, I like I like what you do. I'm like, bro, what you mean you like what I do? <laughs> nigga, like, what you trying to say? Nigga, like. Start taking my, start putting my knockouts on my Nike gloves. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you be concerned, bro. You because I wanted, to, I wanted to uh, walk back and some. You say you talk about how the Jewish community sticks together on certain things. They were talking about. I just saw this, and they were catching. You're you're aware of the presidential candidate, uh, RFK, Robert Robert Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do with the voice. Uh, they're they're catching contradictions of things he's saying, and they said they said that hey, you say this COVID thing. He's like, no, and they showed a video of him saying it. And they said. Have you ever said any anti-Semitic things? And they share what he said. And I was like, that's not anti-Semitic. But what he said was, he said, when it comes to COVID, uh, black people, and I guess black people and somebody else are more susceptible, are more susceptible, and Jewish and Chinese people are not, right? And they're they got such a stronghold on, they got such like a stronghold on the community deal that saying that is anti-semitic which sounds right. wild right if it was if it was, and here's the thing i'm gonna do i'm going i'm going to do a whataboutism which i absolutely hate however i think it serves a purpose if somebody were to say someone were to say um uh mexican people and jewish people are more are more susceptible to COVID 19 and black people and chinese people are not no one would say that's anti-black We'd be like, oh, that's that's cool. Somebody saying that. In fact, there was a joke at one point. Like, black folks can't even get it. That's what we were saying. But they got like such, they, they got right, <laughs> right. They got such a stronghold in their community. Like, they'd be like, nope. Anything you say about us that we didn't put out there, anything you say about us that you didn't put out there is anti-Semitic, which is dope. Which had me thinking. Honestly, when you was talking about, it, I'm like, damn. You know what? I think maybe the issue is maybe we don't say anti-black enough. Whenever yeah. we use things, we use the word racism because that's what mm-hmm. we, that's what had to be used in the '90s to try to get everyone to like rock with like the civil rights movement, which did end up which ended up helping all underrepresented all underrepresented groups, whether you're um, whether you're Asian, Latino, 
some type of alphabet community, whatever, they end up helping everybody. So now it's just, we used to just say racism. Now everything that anyone's involved in is woke. But black folks got to go into like using just the word anti-black because ain't everything yeah. racist. And the way they commandeered the woke word made it something else. I don't even know what that means no more. So we probably should start saying that word. Yo, you really, you really own to something. I also think it's this. When it comes to just like pulling people down, like mentality thing, you talk about Cat Williams, people say, oh yeah, he should be owned. Well, I listen to like several Cat Williams interviews and I will never, I will never ever say, I will never ever say that Cat Williams didn't do the work. What I will say after reading Kevin Hart's book and then hearing Cat Williams interviews and then hearing right. Kevin Hart's interviews, there's a lot of roles, a lot of things that Kevin Hart did that that Cat Williams didn't want to do. And I think that the thing is because they had different trajectories. Kevin Hart got to a point where he had to pretend that he lived in New York and was like traveling with other comedians from Philly. After after Cat Williams won, after Cat Williams won his first won his first comedy competition in Oklahoma. He went on tour with Jeff Foxworthy and Larry the Cable Guy before they was Jeff Foxworthy and Larry the Cable Guy. Mm-hmm. He spent a year on the road with these real life popping ass dudes. Then he came to Sacramento and like did show and was like working at Laughs Unlimited and working at Punchline until eventually he moved to LA. So I can see how he didn't want to do that particular stuff. However, for y'all that are Catwoman's fans, me and Dale are too. It's not right to be like, oh no, Kevin Hart sold his soul because he's in more stuff. No, Catwoman's will tell you he's turning down roles. It's in the book. Like they had some ah some movie called Buster's Gold. And Cat Williams was supposed to do the role. He didn't want to do the role. Something happened. So Kevin Hart took it. And when you're on, when he was on that stage, and met somebody else. And I can tell you as someone that be out here like that, quote unquote, I'm going to say be out here like that. You 90%. meet people based on, op- I got an opportunity to the comedy club just last week because I forgot, I forgot my timer there and was called back to the club. It just, I mean, it's right place, right time type of things. But y'all made an incredible point about how it makes you guys think that it makes you guys believe in overnight success and forget that people work hard to get to these places. Just, yeah. just hop, just hop. If you think anyone's famous that you just heard of, just go on YouTube and find out and find out how long they was working on that. Benny the Butcher. So they yep. talk about an overnight celebrity. Which, which night? He right. said. He said which part? I think he said. I think Benny Butcher did a thousand nights. That. He said yeah, which yeah. night? Which which one of the thousand nights you mean overnight success? Benny the Butcher had to change his name because Two right. Chains stole his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to be Billy. He used to be Benny Two Chains, and then Two Chains start popping off before him and change his name. So I think that my hardest part about this, I promise, listeners, I'm like we gonna tie all this back in. My hardest part about this, it just it takes away it takes away from like the how hard our people work. Exactly. It takes away. It just takes away from it, man. Like it makes me. It makes quick. Me, Quick, man, and then, then I hear it, and the people I at, and I did ask our, I asked our informant, who did he think, who did he think wasn't involved, and he told me people like Method Man, Dave Chappelle, Cat Williams, Nipsey, Kyrie Irving, J. Cole, and Kendrick are not, but he believes that Shannon Sharp is, LeBron most definitely. Deion Sanders isn't really a big deal, but probably Deion Sanders too. So it makes me feel or makes me believe black people can't be black who just can't be successful, right? Like it just it can't be, you can't really rock. Go ahead. No, sorry. I'm 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 sorry. You know, now you know you you, know, you, you want to talk about J. Cole, you just have to be J. Cole ain't involved in I did. Go ahead. I did want to talk about Cole not being in this. But however, what I will say, if Cole was to get bigger though. And all of a sudden, he a part of the Illuminati. Kanye, at one point, was one of the most woke niggas in the world at one point. At one point in in middle of the 2000s, Kanye was one of the most woke niggas through the wire, 
nigga, 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 God, Jesus walks, nigga, everything that he was doing was, nigga, this nigga, he is everything that we want to be. He is, we want to be. He is the Polo Don. I mean, he's the Louis, Louis Vuitton, Vuitton Don. Don. He's yeah. the Louis Vuitton Don, nigga, with the Polo, with the with, with the Polo pushed up. And, and you know what I'm saying? He's everything. He's everything. Mama made it, like, nigga. So the moment that he got with a Kardashian, that nigga sold his soul. He did this. He did that. He did this. No, maybe he just fell in love. Nigga, it's a bunch of niggas out here. Not everything that you're going to do. Like, we got to stop judging off who they're, who, they're, who who people are. I got friends who don't necessarily have the same mindset as me. You know what I'm saying? My boys. Love brotherhood. You feel me? Forever. I'm never going to question their views. They're never going to question my views. We may discuss certain things and we may put it out. I try to understand where they're coming from. They try to understand where I'm coming from. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to convince that person that their views should be what my views are. Right. And what I say that to say is people in the industry are just like us in a lot of ways. They got friends, bro, that they fuck with because they friends. If 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 Kanye want to fuck with Elon Musk, that don't mean that he now sold his soul. Maybe he just, maybe like, like they, they connected over something. Yo, bro, I didn't know you, I didn't, I didn't know you liked fucking golf as well. I right. love golf. I love that shit. I didn't know you do that shit too. Bro, we could talk. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that shit. You know what I'm saying? Certain people just connect over shit. And I think that's where it is. It's like the moment he ain't with, he ain't hanging out with Tali and Carly no more. Maybe, nigga, your friendship grows. I learned what I learned from you. You know what I'm saying? Ryan got a bunch of people he don't hang out with every fucking day. His friendship's gonna grow eventually as a comedian. His life changed. Nigga, when you get into certain things, all of a sudden, nigga, you need to be around people in that kind of circle that is going to elevate you to get to your next circle. You're never going to be in the same circle. If you niggas is in the same circle that you've been in over 20 years, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here trying to dish you, nigga, for the same circle. But if you are in the same circle and you haven't decided to seek outside of that damn circle, you are doing something wrong. I'm going to tell you that right now. Disservice. You are doing something fucking wrong and you're disservicing yourself. Because what you're doing is you're only saying, I'm only around these circles so you never grow. That's You're basically that nigga that never grew out of the same block, who never left the hood, never seen the world. You've never seen nothing. Because even if you travel with all your friends, y'all done other shit, but you never got out, you don't know how to go and talk to no other people. All you know is the same ass lame jokes you and your friends been talking about in that group chat. You don't know shit else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, that's why when you go to work and you be telling lame ass jokes, like niggas like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> lame ass jokes at work. <laughs> like niggas like, that's cool. That nigga don't got no kind of like me and my boys, me and my niggas, me and my girls. It's like nobody wanna hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You gotta be diverse, nigga. Like, and if you're not, that's how you're gonna elevate yourself. If you're trying to do something, look, in hella different circles. Film circle that I'm in. I got my real rooted circle that I'm in for my niggas I done known for 20 years. I got my hood circle. I talk to niggas about hood shit. Nigga, these niggas only, we only talk hood shit. They hit me up, nigga. You know, such as got popped the other day. Damn, that's crazy. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Such and such. Such such got popped the you know other day. The other day? Why didn't call you when it happened? Why are they calling you, the they call you now? Yeah, that's how hood shit work. You only hear hood shit after. Like. The other day? Why? <laughs> Nigga got shot on Wednesday. He called you Sunday. You know, he got hit the other day. Did you know about that? Like, then we morning him up, come through. You feel me? Nigga, you got your niggas who you go to the run club with. Oh, nigga, you know, nigga, I hit three and that nigga, my, my split was this. That's great. 
know what I'm saying? You got to have different circles because that's how you elevate yourself. Right. Stop looking at us. Stop trying to define our people and put them in one political category, one particular category. That's what this shit is. That's what the Illuminati is. They want us to stay in one particular category so that way it's, you never can expand yourself. You right. never can be better. You Like you said, you can never be successful. And the thing about it is they're going to fry you. They're going to fry you before you die. And sometimes they're going to fry you after you die. Regardless. That's how they're going to do. Regardless. Yeah. Nigga, Cole might pass away tomorrow. Niggas be like, you know what it was, though? Like, low-key, I just want to let you know, like, he low-key was uh, doing this and doing that and doing this. And, like, he, where on the street is, he didn't even really give water out when when Flint was happening. He didn't go out there and march for Mike Brown. Like, niggas gonna hate on him. Like, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick be gone for a long time. You know what I'm saying? We're in the street with Kendrick. Like, you know what I'm saying? He be out there doing this. He doing this. Bow Wow got to suck dick to be big. Like, all of this shit. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of hearing this shit. I'm tired of hearing this shit. Like, nigga, Bow Wow not sucking dick. Y'all niggas love Bow Wow back when he was early 2000s. Bow Wow was the GOAT. He was the young nigga that did everything. Y'all niggas was like, yeah, Bow Wow. Oh, oh, oh. Lil Rubio. Now these niggas ain't the shit no more. Fuck them niggas. Them niggas suck. Them niggas did this. Them niggas did that. He was doing this. Wayne got to be kissing. Oh, well, well, I can't say nothing about Wayne because Wayne kissing his daddy. I don't know why you would do that. But then again, niggas I learned something. I think niggas, I think, that's a, I think that's a thing somewhere. I don't know. I learned that. I learned that. At, at a particular party one time that it's okay niggas kiss their dad that's fine like it's okay so it, it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter so you know what i'm saying like like at, and in all respect nigga y'all niggas gotta stop being fooled by this shit stop letting stop because all you doing is is you're for you are allowing your mind to be curated by the white man's disease Man, that's facts, man. I really, I believe that at times people will really just be like, yeah, you can't do over there because they be over there. They be over there worshiping the devil. And in reality, you, you reality, you meet these people and they're like, hey, you want me, you want me to tell you how to fix your credit? Yeah. Like, oh, for real? I don't even know what's popping over here like that. Yeah, you know, they think we worship the devil, but that's cool. We like this shit to be small anyway. Exactly. And lo and behold, you're sitting back with your friends talking about the same thing from yesterday, pointing at things that ain't got nothing to do with you, which interest, interestingly enough, a lot of it is, I think a lot of it, uh, people are highly susceptible, susceptible to marketing. Mm -hmm. I had a friend, I had a friend that, uh, a friend that asked me the other day. This is our, this is uh, my informant, my Illuminati informant, if you will. He asked me the other day, it's like, hey man, have you heard of this comedian? And I was like, um, he's like, do you think he's funny? I was like, I haven't heard of any of his stuff. But the comedian he was talking about is a guy that had like thousands of Facebook ads all over Facebook for like the range of like two weeks, which I found interesting because. The way the way the, the way my the way the guy asked me about it was as though I should know this guy. Only reason he knows him is because he he saw the guy on Facebook. I'm like, damn, those ads are really working because this is someone that never speaks to me about comedy, but to ask him about this guy, I'm like, damn, that's wild, right? And then, but the guy doesn't know that he my friend doesn't know that man either. Well, on the inverse, the same thing. I'm drinking this uh, liquid death water, right? That I got from grocery outlet. What my friend Fuck said. the grocery outlet, because they the my, devil. And my informant told me, hey, man, that's Illuminati water. You got to be careful with that shit. So I was like, all right, bet. So I went to, I went online. I, my friend uh, sent me a 13-minute video about, about the water. There's a commercial where they, like, satirically worship Satan. And then there's a 13-minute video about how it's Illuminati, the devil. And I was like, damn, like, that's incredible marketing that somebody that actually hates this gave me information about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I watched their commercial. I got a really like ridiculously great recycling commercial that features the bride of Satan. It's an incredible commercial. 
I'm like, damn, man, this is incredible marketing. Like, the thing is, if you get if you get people to be a fan of your stuff, the fans are always gonna be the fans. But when you get people that dislike your product to talk about it, then that's what you want. And this is the same informant where it's like, hey, you sure about this comedian, this dude I seen on Facebook, who's apparently important to everyone else? I've never seen his stuff. I don't know who that guy is. Hey, you know that water's for the devil? Word? Send me a video. Oh, shit, this is interesting. I, I think this is funny. <laughs> now, me as a comic, I think this shit is funny. So a lot of this, a lot of the things that are dropped in, I want to let a lot of you people know something. Regardless of what, like, your mom told you, you're not going to be a detective, right? right? So like Dale said earlier, there's not going to be a top secret mission that everybody know about at the same time. If you going to get murked, there ain't going to be nobody connected to it. Now, listen, I'm not about to sit there and tell you that nothing ever exists. I don't know all the stuff that y'all know, but I do think it is weird that Jeffrey Epstein would get caught at this island and then randomly just end up dead in his cell like he killed himself. I don't know about all the ear holes and the best of body double and all, and, all, and all that. And I also know that there's a, allegedly some like manifest, manifest, the flight manifest of everyone that's ever been to that island. I get it. It's a flight manifest when it's been on the island and do come up dead that was involved with the island. I get it. That shit seems really weird to me. It seems weird that Hillary Clinton have, had her friends, had her staff breaking blackberries. All that shit is really weird to me. And those is white folks. And Jeffrey Epstein ain't alive no more. Hillary Clinton still got a whole bunch of bread and got followers. We don't got to do this for our own people. Like y'all, right. y'all really, y'all really like messing up a lot of the black American dream stories. Like Oprah, Tyler Perry, Jay-Z, Diddy. I know Diddy done had did some weird, I know Diddy had his, I've seen some Diddy videos with, with him saying weird stuff. High-level high, high high-level sus things. And I will say that Diddy moves like Diddy moves like a uh a white frat dude when he drinks. Exactly. That's what, that's I, what I, I think. That's just what I see. That's I what I see. He say, he say weird, he say a whole bunch of just weird stuff and do weird things and hug people and say funny things that get people a real high level of comfort. That's what it looks like to me. That's what it seems. But I don't think that's the reason to say, oh, no, you can't even ever be successful. You got to just be, you can't, you got to stay, you got to lay low. Now, if you're a fan of J. Cole and Kendrick, you can just say that to me. But I don't need you to be like, oh, yeah, Wayne. Yup. So does how? Or just that dude died. Oh, Meek Mill. Yup. Sacrifice Lil Snoop. It seems like Lil Snoop was from the hood and he got murked from what I gather over playing the video game with his homie at his house. Exactly. It seems like. And as much, and as, as much gangland and swamp stories as I watch and as many people as as I know that ain't here Stupid no more. Stupidest shit I watch. Stupid things happen when guns are around with lean and drugs. That's just what it, that's what it seemed like happened. So I, I'm going to circle this back all the way to what Dale said in the beginning. This is how we, this is how we can tie this all together. Dale said in the beginning, isn't it just trying to find a way to like blame some like imaginary force? How about you just blame the hood that niggas is in that they shouldn't be in? Right? Yeah. Like Jay-Z said on 30-something, I'm going to be in the project hallway Talking about I'll be in the project all day. Yeah. Cause for what? Exactly. For what? They make get game used to game used to make fun of 50 for having a bulletproof truck. He got shot nine times. Hell was, yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to bring something that you just said though. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tie this in real quick. Go you know what's it. funny is with this shit, it's like how addicts are with drugs. And that's because, so when, if you tell an addict, this is killing niggas, they go out and go get more of it. All of a sudden, more niggas want that shit. Fentanyl. You tell a nigga, fentanyl, exactly. If you tell a nigga, hey, nigga, fentanyl, all of a sudden, everybody doing fentanyl. 
right? Everybody. Everybody, no, for real. I swear to God, this is literally how it is. I remember, I remember, nigga, when uh, I, I remember, I remember when niggas used to be like, like I remember this one story. It was out in Baltimore. Nigga was like, uh, hey, yo, yo, nigga, we what we would do is if we hear that a nigga like if we heard that somebody died off the off a certain crack, the drug dealers get happy off of that shit because what happens is that means that their block is gonna be hot for the rest of the time. If some nigga died off your shit, nigga, I gotta go get that shit. I got to go get that shit. That's literally what it is with the Illuminati shit. You tell somebody that it's bad, that's how the marketing works. You tell a nigga that something is bad, you tell a nigga that something is bad, all of a sudden, they shit becomes hot more. You feel me? That's how it is. Now, all of a sudden, you tell a nigga, like, nigga, like, ex good example, 6 9 Nigga, 6 9 this and this and this. All of a sudden, this nigga, every, every video we put out is hot now. For that, not now, but at that time. When he was out, niggas, hey, 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 hey. Now, everybody pay attention to his shit. You feel me? Let me let, 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 let me let me let me uh let me interject because I, I was just talking about you the other day. I was telling Veronica about how me and you talked about this years ago. About how me and Dale would talk about how I don't understand this is when you rapped a little more. Me and you would be like, I don't understand why if someone hates something, they would share it with me. You just right. making the niggas pop like why are you if you why are you sharing bad rap? This one like mama rap first popped up, like why are you sharing bad rap with me? Ha laugh at this, laugh. Yeah, bro. Exactly. You just gave him 10,000 views. Go ahead. Exactly. No, you're right. And that's what I'm saying. That's what will happen. So niggas don't even know that they're actually about the hate that you're putting out there. If you really want to hate on something, don't don't view it. You niggas do that shit all day. Look, 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 look what happened. Look what he did. Look what he did. You're making that nigga more popular. Because then what happens is, is this. And this is what happens a lot of times with media. Let's say you hate on one particular person, right? The moment you start hating on unless they done some crazy shit like Jesse Smollett or, less, or some shit like Art Kelly, you can hate on them niggas, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, fast. you start to... And all of a sudden, they'll be Lizzo. Oh, niggas was hating on you because you were chubby and you were out here being half naked. You feel me? Now, we're going to publicize you, chubby, half naked, put you at the SB Awards, do this, do that. Now you're this. Now you're that much more popping. Now nobody can say nothing about you. Because the moment that they do is hate. So you niggas, if you, the shit you hate, shut the fuck up about it. It's that, it's that simple, bro. It's if you don't like it, you, if you don't like it, then you could just avoid it. You'll be all, you'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be all right, bro. It's completely okay. I mean, you so niggas, you niggas learned this. You niggas, your parents been telling you this all the time. You, your parents been telling you for years. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like something, don't. If, what would be the word? What, if, the you lesson, have, if you don't have anything nice to say, say, don't say about it, then at all. Don't you don't got nothing. Don't, don't say nothing at all because at the end of the day, all you doing is just promoting it. You're promoting it. You're promoting it because you're making niggas like, well, why did he hate it so much? And now niggas and niggas love the debate. That's the thing. And I'm saying that as niggas as in all y'all niggas. And I'm talking about like, like y'all love the debate about some shit. Like you ain't really that. It ain't really that. It ain't really that. I don't want to hear all that shit. You know what I'm saying? All on the phone talking about, eh, wait, you live with your mama. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you live with your mama. Shout out, baby boy. Man, while you talk, while you talking about debate, man, let's go. I want to ask you about this other thing that just recently happened. Yeah, uh, Kevin Durant went ahead and I he was on Clubhouse. He saw he saw a Clubhouse group that said Kevin Durant is not in the top five, mm -hmm. and he jumped in there and started chatting with the fans and stuff. And Dale, you heard you heard the. The video you heard the video for the most part, and what I want—I'll yeah. give you guys a brief synopsis. Of, for the most part, KD is like KD is inquiring who's their top five and why, and why yeah. they watch basketball the way that they do. And for the most part, a lot of these guys are 
and asking KD questions like, hey, in these two games, why did you, why was your rim percent, why was your go to the rim percentage this much? And KD is like, well, what two games, bro? And I Googled it last year with, with injuries in the playoffs. KD played 46 games. He's played 46 games. He doesn't remember nuggets. specifically what those two games were. But they asked him, well, well you're, you're going the rim percentage is down since you were younger. And KD explains like, um, yeah, like once I break the three-point line, like that's me going in the lane. I can get a good shot like that. And he's explaining this to people that to me, it sounds like they don't actually play basketball. Because right. the way he's speaking to them in simple terms, they're overcomplicating it by saying, based on his get to the rim percentage and this other statistic, then someone would rank Luca among him when it comes to getting to the rim. Of course, Luca's younger. Mm-hmm. And Katie just thought it was really weird the way that they talk about basketball and how they rank people. And I had asked about that. I'm going to listen to the video as well. And it's gotten to a point where I just want to ask, I'd like your opinion on the video as well, Dale. And then with that, my question would be, do you think that fans are taking statistical analysis too far? On a scale of one to ten, where would you rank this at? Zero, one, zero being not running, they're not taking it far. They're no, that's not far at all. We need more. And ten being they're doing the absolute most and it's annoying. And you can't use seven. I'ma say it's an eight because I'ma say it's an eight. And I think it to it to dive in deeper on it is that um I think like they're trying to use like a lot of people use statistic things to prove why somebody's good. Or why they should be ranked this certain level that they, that they're particularly ranked, or why they shouldn't be ranked this particular level that they're not ranked. So in some cases, it can be it can be good. Like when you're talking about somebody, and it's like, well, you know, this person's this much of a shooter. Look at this and look at that. It's like, yeah, th- that's good to to point out. But when you're trying to like, like especially with this goat talk shit, or like with this superstar shit, when you're trying to like use that to say why this person is not a superstar, or why this person is not this or not that, you feel me? I think that that's where it gets like so crazy because there are certain things that certain players are going to do that certain other players can't do, and the reason why that, like for example, Kyrie probably has the best handles that we've ever seen. I'd say so. I mean, amazing handles in and out. Hezzy's is crazy. You feel me? Can literally blow past anybody. Literally can shake the fuck out of shake, shake, shake it up, right? But people will be like, well, he don't do this. He don't do that. He don't do this. He don't do this. He's not this shooter. He's not that. He can't. When he was on this team, he didn't do this. And it's like, that's where all that shit is like, no, bro, we're talking this particular thing. You're trying to use that shit now to tell me why he's not the best dribbler in the game. And that's what it is. Hey, when I heard this video, let me just go into concept of what I heard this video. When I heard this video, immediately it almost wanted to tell me, Katie, why are you even playing into this shit? I appreciate you for even taking the time to be like, well, why do you think I'm not top five? Fuck it. If they don't think you top five, so what? You feel me? You got plenty of money. You wouldn't jump in the, in the crazy. And this goes to talk about what our last point was. Our last point of our conversation. He jumped in that conversation because it said, why Katie's not top five? He wouldn't have jumped into the conversation and said, Katie's my top five. He wouldn't have jumped in that conversation. That's crazy to me. He would he jump in because crazy to me. That is because <laughs> it's like if a nigga, if the nigga made a group like Katie's top five, he wouldn't have got in that shit. He wouldn't have heard this shit at all. You feel me? This shit wouldn't happen. But some niggas, random ass niggas. And these, you can tell when you hear these niggas, these niggas only, like you said, they don't even play basketball. They probably know about basketball, but it's like these niggas asking niggas stupid questions. They almost like they're all, like they're talking about Katie's not five, but they're almost like fans. 
it's almost like fans of this nigga too. It's like fans who want to hate on you. Yeah. Like at the same time, like certain niggas, like, what about this? What about this? What about that? It's like niggas, niggas to the point where niggas won't even let certain niggas talk. Like shut the fuck up, nigga. And just like right. tell you, I'm trying to ask you this. It was a one nigga who has like some actual like. It felt like he was almost like a reporter. Like the way he right. was kind of asking his question, they were a little bit more. They were a little bit more tailored. You feel me? But some niggas just. Katie, why you be tying your shoe like, you know, like onto the left first? Like, I don't understand. Right, like, right. dumbass questions. It's like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, you know what I'm saying? But for Katie, like, immediately when the niggas asking me dumb questions, I was like, you know what? Y'all niggas don't deserve my time. You feel me? But it's like he fell victim into that. But I do think, like, I, I, I think, like, um, I think some of the things he said was, was, was hella real. The lane be hella crowded now. You feel me? Like, nigga, after getting injured, I don't want to go and get injured no more. I'm aging, nigga. I'm getting there. My shot is wet. I'm seven foot. I'm, you know, six, 11, seven. I'm, I'm, I'm tall, nigga. And I can shoot extremely well. Why in the fuck am I going to go ahead and keep trying to go in? For what? Right. That's two points. I can do the same two points on this mid-range or this three-pointer. Right. You feel me? Nigga. Like, not the, not the three, but I can get three or I can get this nice two-pointer right here. You feel me? Like, why would I do that? My game's that nice. The right. game, the NBA is starting to transition to where, yeah, dunks is cool and shit, but niggas want to see, give me three, give me three. That's all they want to see now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm labeled as one of the best shooters in the fucking game right now. Right. So why would I not go ahead and do that? I don't need to explain to you niggas why I don't drive no more. Right. You feel me? Get to the cup. Nigga, Jokic is fucking seven foot. No, I'm not in that because that's the game I'm talking about. I'm talking about against Denver. Why am I going to be trying to go in the lane just to, so what? So if he swats me, y'all niggas, gonna, that's the NBA highlight reel all day, nigga? Because right. you feel me? Jokic swatted him. Oh, my God. So that's another reason why this nigga get MVP. No, nigga, I'm going to use my game wisely. You know what I'm saying? That's like niggas asking Shaq, like, Shaq, why you don't be shooting threes? Because, nigga, I'm I'm a, I'm a force to be reckoned with in the cup, nigga. Right. So I'm going to go into the cup, nigga. That's what I'm going to do. My stats ain't got to be talking about how many threes I didn't make. That I leave that nigga to step. I leave that shit to all these shooting ass niggas. Like, I'm a, like, KD's a shooter. Y'all got to remember that. He's a sharpshooter. Right. That's what he does. He so also why, got hurt. He also got hurt during warm-ups. Exactly. So why in the fuck would I be trying to go in? Like, I'm trying to keep my shit. I'm trying to stay, nigga. I'm trying to stay here. That's really what I think you should have said out of anything, nigga. I'm trying to stay here. But niggas wouldn't understand that because you could tell these niggas are stupid enough that they wouldn't even understand it. Like, oh, and then that shit would have been misinterpreted. And then he would have had them trying to explain the show. Like, I'm trying to stay. Like, he he basically said, like, he don't go to the cup no more because he's soft. Like, that's all they would have wouldn't. You know it what I'm saying? See, it didn't seem like they had a very good understanding of what he, of even, like, some. sometimes you could tell people don't have a good understanding of basketball verbiage because when yeah. he was like well no when i break the three-point line to me that's going to the cup exactly and break the three-point line and they were all silent like what exactly does he mean by that and you got to keep saying it over and over again from the, and then they just move on to the next question because when he said break the three-point line they had no idea what he meant and now, yeah get to, i want to ask you no you're good i want to ask you i'll ask, ask but i still want to ask you something that i think there may be some way we disagree on this do you don't feel like so you said KD should just mind his own business. Do you think that players should stay out of these conversations? I kind of do. I think that like when it comes, I think, I think this is where a lot of players are getting in trouble and they're like, I know some, we love it as fans. Oh, he's able to talk to the people, blah, 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 blah. Internet gives us immediate access to our favorite players and things like that. But I think like, stay the fuck out of these conversations because you're going, you're because what here's you the thing. Because because here here's 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 why. 
you're forced to have to answer dumbass questions in post game. You're forced to do that. You know what I mean? Don't go searching for dumbass questions with stupid niggas. There are niggas who are highly trained out there who gotta go in and try to, and they even ask you dumbass questions like, tonight, you know, you and LeBron happened to dab each other. Are y'all friends now? What? This dumbass question? Like, you know what I'm saying? Now I gotta answer this dumbass shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's dumb. So don't go there searching for no dumbass questions from no niggas who go and just go out and like, like, like actually. <laughs> Why are you calling them dumbass? Because they dumb, bro. And it's dumb. It's like, nigga, you're. Nigga, you're a pro athlete. You nigga. It like that. <laughs> you make millions. Nigga, you got much shit. Like, don't lose your shit. Because, because the thing about it is, because, because of how free form this shit is, yeah. it almost makes you think you could speak as free as it is. Yeah, you but forget. but do you think that, bro? Like, do you think that maybe KD, maybe KD has like when you heard it, you think KD has like he's somebody that has the composure for it? No, he doesn't. Because if you had the composure, <laughs> no, because because okay. I know he, I know he got that call hot. Like he just couldn't he because he knows how media is gonna do shit. Don't get me wrong. I think he's smart enough to know how media is gonna take your shit. Yeah. But I also think I also think he got that call like, man, these niggas stupid. Like I know he said that shit. I know like well, I know he was gonna. I, he probably was saying shit because it, luckily it was clubhouse. Luckily it wasn't something where it was like Instagram live because had it been like had it been somewhere he probably see his face was this nigga would have been like, oh, bro, all right, bro. Remember when I said like I'll be breaking the three like that's me going, but like. Like, I already know he would have did that shit because I know he was doing that shit. You can hear it in his voice. You can hear the sigh. You can hear the fucking exasperation in his voice. Like, these niggas is dumb. Like, and I know he was thinking that, but then he had already committed to talking to these niggas. So now he like, I'm already committed. If I get off, niggas going to be thinking I didn't want to hear their full thoughts. And now I'm going to look bad to the fans and da 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 Because you know niggas is recording you. Do you, do you think that, okay, I, I feel you. I, okay. I appreciate I appreciate the way you feel like it. the way you're feeling is just stay away. Just yeah. stay away. But I don't know. I feel like there's something I think ever since KD's burner and him owning it, because I think whatever you do, I've always told you this. Whatever you whatever your personality is, if you're not hurting nobody, if you're not hurting nobody, it's something that's part of your character that, that makes you who you are and you enjoy it, just own it, right? And I think people know that he says about his game. It's like the Colin Kaepernick thing where Colin Kaepernick used to say that he read bad tweets on purpose to get motivated. Obviously, we know KD just be out here arguing with people. So if he sees and says, why KD ain't top five and get in there and was like, I'm not trying to convince y'all who y'all top five is, but I just want to know. And interestingly enough, when he asked, dude, the guy answered the question, but it seemed like it took him a while to answer. And it seemed like he just wanted to say everybody that wasn't Kevin Durant. Yeah. Because he said, <laughs> Steph Curry, Giannis, Jokic, Embiid. That don't even sound attractive. Embiid, why would you? How would you pick Embiid over KD? Like this doesn't make no damn sense. Steph Curry, Giannis, Jokic, Embiid. You remember what fifth one was, Dale? Who was the fifth one? It wasn't LeBron, was it? It wasn't. Le it was. It, it wasn't Luca. Oh, I, I think you know what, y'all. I want to say he said Zion. He said Zion. Zion. I think he, he, he didn't say Zion. He didn't? All right. Well, here, he well, here's, here's, well here's the thing. If the, he said Zion, I, I would have cut the shit off. Well, that four, you think that four? That yeah. four is a great four. But then the fifth person, if they're so interchangeable, that's why KD was like, oh, man, that's a nice five. I'm not going to convince nobody. Because uh, that's why you pick those people and do one of those long rant about, oh, well, they light in the game and availability. And I'm like, you just spent like 15 seconds trying to figure out five people that just wasn't Kevin Durant. So I think it was. I think that was the point of his thing. Like, yo, who is in your top five? And I just want to know. I want to know why I'm not. Which, 
and I can understand how like some people would say like yourself is like yo don't even get involved in that you got millions of dollars like go talk to other people about it but when you him when you him and like you're not playing and you get new people and you got like I'm not gonna say yes man people that's all gonna tell you that you're great and then you gotta answer media questions that genuinely are yo are you and LeBron cool how'd you why how do you feel about the coaching of the other team in the third quarter what when you when you when uh when when they set their screen and then Chris Paul had came by, do you feel like at that time that y'all had lost the game? What? So for him to just volunteer to do these ones, like, yeah, I'm gonna go in here willy-nilly and answer how I want, and then kind of curse a little bit and have a good time. I don't, I don't particularly have a genuine because nobody else is doing it. Now I get it from your end, you're like, nah, bro, on the business matter, he needs to stay away from this. But for me, I wouldn't even listen to a lot of these, but I just think it was cool. He pulled up for the fans a little bit. I think it was cool that you can't give him a little pass. You think he should never no. do it again? No, don't do that shit. Because here's why. <laughs> here's why. It's too many other of these retired players who have their own platforms where you can go and talk that shit. You know what I mean? It's yeah, too but many. They co but they co-sign too tough though, right? So what? Here's the thing. It's more curated for you to go on there and do that. I would rather you go on a curated thing than go on some random ass shit where you're talking to niggas and they don't they don't have the knowledge to talk to you about the shit. So you're just talking to random ass niggas. You might as well. That's like you going into. That's like you going into a fucking recruiter meeting with a whole bunch of niggas who want to be recruited. So now you in there talking to these niggas, and none of these niggas ever been a recruiter before. They've never been a recruiter, never, never. And you trying to explain shit, and niggas is just like, but like it's because I'm black, right? Like basically, right? Because like the only reason why niggas ain't hiring me. To be a scientist is because I'm black, right? Like, degrees and shit don't even make sense, nigga. Like, me, nigga, I took chemistry in high school. Like, nigga, I was the best nigga came in biology, nigga. It don't make no sense why niggas wouldn't hire me to be a scientist, cuz. Like, you know, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what? Fine. Dell's right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why. Did you see, did you see the, uh, you know who Vivek Ramaswamy is? No, no, tell me more. Vivek Ramaswamy is a, he's a, a an Indian American uh, presidential candidate. Okay. He went on breakfast, know. he went on breakfast club to do an interview. He's a Republican candidate. And he had to talk to Charlemagne, DJ Envy, and this lady. And he did a great job of speaking to them, but he's on a grassroots thing. No one knows, really knows who he is. And if you go read through the comments, you can see like, damn, he handled that really well. In the Breakfast Club, there's like commenters saying like Breakfast Club set black folks back like a thousand years of the interview, right? And in my mind, I'm watching it in the beginning. I'm like, this is cool that he's doing a grassroots thing, talking to Breakfast Club and shit, you know? And he's not faking nothing. He's not doing a Hillary. I got hot sauce in my purse. He's just spitting game. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, why the fuck would you come on this show? <laughs> like, why would you talk to these people? Like, bro, like, why would you? Why would you? Why would you talk to these people, bro? Like, I know what you were trying to do. But bro, I lost so much respect for Breakfast Club because they, bro, damn, I was, I felt like you, like, why are you talking to these kids? Like, it just, they had this lady come on, they had this lady come on who was trying to find Vivek was basically, like, I haven't done politics before, I missed voting several years, but he's, he's like, he has pat, he has patents on medicines and he's made a bunch of money and he's a ranked tennis player, all this stuff, right? Uh -huh. Ladies like, have you, ladies like, have you ever done any politics? And he's like, nah, I have not. So, well, when have you been in the leadership role? And in my mind, I'm like, he has patents on yeah. drugs are being used like what do you mean when is he been in a leadership role ladies like i can tell ladies like, i can tell you when i've been in a leadership role um because everyone should have some type of experience when i was in fifth grade 
<laughs> well, when I was in fifth grade, they were giving out lunches. I had to stand up for my class, and I was like, "Are you got? Are we serious right now? Are we serious? Are we serious?" And then Vivek is like, Vivek is like, I've done Vivek's like, I've done a lot of stuff, but that's not like relative to like this. She's like, no, but what have you done? Were you ever class president? Like, yeah, I was I was like class president in like college. Like it's not, it's not related to me being the president. And right. they were going, and and now my mind, I'm like, bro, like, why you come on this show? I understand what you wanted to do, but why you come on here trying to talk to talk exactly. to politics and leadership about to somebody? And and bro, now I, I and even though it was, it you know what? And I kind of here's the thing. I think, I think, I, I think that you're you're. I like KD, but I think you're a bigger KD fan than I am. So I can see yeah. like that shit kind of hurts your soul. Like, bro, why do why you do that? Why you go out here and do this to yourself, <laughs> my boy? Like, why you do that to to yourself, man? So for me as a fan, he like it's cool for you to spit his game, talk to the yeah. kids, but you're like, nah, bro. Even they be doing that. Shit. You so, only be doing that shit. I feel you. I do. <laughs> I, I understand. That's the good thing you know. If I'm a hundred, bro, honestly, I'll be real. If that was LeBron, I'd be hot. Yeah, exactly. I'd be more mad because I'm like LeBron. Come on, bro. Like you already know niggas because because the thing about it is there's these niggas out there that got disdain, hate for you. Like it's 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 evident. Like nigga, we hate LeBron. Niggas can't even tell you why they hate him. It's because like he got traded. Like when he left the, it's the way he left Cleveland. Like you ain't. Were you a Cleveland fan then? No, but like he did all the show bullshit and like he's just it's arrogance. I hate his arrogance. Like you know he's hella humble, right? But like I just don't like that nigga cuz like oh man, like y'all niggas don't even have no reason to hate this nigga. So it's just that's how I felt. That's how I feel. Like a lot of niggas just hate KD because he because of the shit that he's done. Okay, he left OKC. Wow. Okay, he came to the Warriors. Wow, he went to Brooklyn. Even with him leaving us, I was like, you know what? Hope best for this nigga. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's so niggas was like, I hate that nigga because he always getting other old teams that win. Like, they never win, though. No. It's <laughs> they like they never <laughs> win. They, that's what I'm saying. It be these, it be, and that's that's my problem, bro. I, I and shout out to shout out to Skip Bayless for even creating this like hate movement where Dale, you made a good point. Like stats, stats used to be to let people know how good people were. And mm-hmm. now we look at stats and just say how bad people were. Like, I really, I, I really uh shout out to the homie, one of the homies we used to play basketball with when we were younger. Uh, Demar, he posted this thing the other day and showed everyone's like NBA Finals record. And this yeah, guy, yeah. I think I didn't know, I didn't know John Havlicek from the Celtics was eight and zero. Oh. So he's apparently has more wins in the Finals than Michael Jordan and no losses. And I'm looking at, I'm like, bro, since when did we start counting people's lo- counting people's losses in the Finals? Like, why are we right. counting their losses if we count rings? It was just a way for people to say that my it's the only solidified way people can say that Michael Jordan is better than LeBron. Which I don't even talk to right. those people no more because like if, when you talk to them. It's like if I was a Muslim and you want me to convert, and I'm like, there's mm-hmm. no way. Like, there's no, no. It's like they're a Muslim, and I and they want me, and they ask me, hey man, do you want to be Muslim? I'm like, nah, I'm cool. They be like, why not? Like, I'm just cool, man. But no, I talk to you about it. Like, bro, I don't want to talk about why I don't want to be Muslim. But no, I talk about it. I'm like, all right, well, I just I like pork a lot, nigga. Let me tell you why pork is ain't even good for you. Like, bro, <laughs> but like, I just like, and that's how every LeBron conversation is with me. Niggas like, hey, so you LeBron? You like, I'm like, am I really a Jordan guy? You not, not bro. I don't do this conversation with y'all. I don't do it. And they'll every single time be like, no, nah, but come on, fight me. I'm like, bro, but it don't gotta be that way. And it's Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless created this narrative of this of these people where it's like, yo, I don't gotta know about anybody. I can just hate hard on people, which is my yeah. next question. You I want to ask you, Dale, has it gotten to a point, dog, where we just have too much information? What yes. I mean, what I mean by that is I think I don't I think the game got messed up. Once we started knowing about everybody's money and everybody's stats, because it gets to a point where 
people are just saying stuff. We're like, oh, he made this much, so he should do that. He made this much, so he, do, he could do that. We create these narratives to say things like, super team this, super team that. They built the year of the super team. Nah, bro, like LeBron is just really, really good at basketball. Because the other, mm-hmm. people that, other people that try to do that, it don't work out for them. It All doesn't. Right. So LeBron ain't ruined basketball. Steph Curry ain't ruined basketball. LeBron, uh, KD don't went place and try to make it work. He has not made it work. But all these narratives, we got too much information about people's contracts, bro. Like, you could just leave a team back in the day. You contract up, you could just leave. Or you get traded. Back in the day, people was whispering behind closed doors to get traded. Like, uh, Shaq, Shaq forced his way out of, out of Orlando. Clyde Drexler forced his way out of the Blazers to go play with his ex-college teammate, Hakeem Olajuwon. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say finesse. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar finesses way out of Milwaukee to go to the Lakers. People right. being finessing, bro. But we have too much information now, where it's like, oh, he left. Oh, he wanted to go play with people, bro. If if <laughs> it's interesting because we don't have all the information we had before, but like Kobe did like a radio interview talking about, hey, if they don't do something with these Lakers, I'm gonna leave. But it was a radio interview. It wasn't something that could be shared a thousand times. You can find it, but it wasn't yeah. shared all over. But well, Kobe, Kobe selling out. He run away, run away from the Lakers. But now that we have all the information, I don't like how much we got. And I think those are the stats making people be like, oh no, so and so shot, so and so is at three point nine percent efficiency, nigga, in the third quarter. He sucks. He sucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> he sucks. Yeah, he sucks. Three point. What does that? What does that number mean? Nigga, it just mean that, like, honestly, when it comes to Luca and, like, dribble capacity within the second quarter, that essentially, bro, did Luca make the playoffs? Yeah. Oh, but KD just, man. Trash. <laughs> Trash. He sucks. He's soft. All right, man. Do we have too much information, Dale? Hell yeah, we got too much information. And to speak to your point exactly, because a lot of times we know about, we, we having the heads up about when the nigga going to get traded, who he going to get traded to before the shit even happened. Like, nigga might go to the heat. Like, da, 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 da. so now let's give niggas time to ponder on the shit to think about all the hate they can design on that shit. So niggas is already like pondering on, like, if he go there, he's stupid. If he do this, like you said, when it used to just happen, niggas be like, oh, this is gonna be cool. That's gonna be nice to see. Like, oh man, like AI gonna play with Carmelo? Oh, okay. I'm just excited to see what that how that's gonna work out. Now niggas be like, but like based on the numbers here and his numbers, like they probably ain't gonna be good together. Like, no, nigga, we don't know. You feel me? Like, let's just see what happens. If they trash, it trash. Like, fine. Like, like, that's not our job to be trying to diagnose who's going to play well with each other. That is the job of the niggas that are GMs. Hey, nigga, I'm a GM of this team. I think Harden and Embiid will work well together because based on this and this and this, this is possibly how we're going to do it. And then when they get there, it happens. And a lot of times what happens is because we know so much more information and it's all public, Niggas is on their Twitter like this or on their fucking Instagram like this. Seeing what niggas is saying. Now they going into the locker room like, nigga, I got to drop 30 tonight because niggas expect that from me. <laughs> like, no, nigga, like, if you, like, like so, so now it's like, it's just too much information because niggas talk about it too much. So now you got, you fucking up players' mental shit because a nigga could drop 10 or 15 and be like, oh, that was cool. He did a good night tonight. No, nigga, I had to drop 30 because basically like niggas is only going to talk about what I did. And da, 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 da. that's why niggas don't even really trip about winning as much like they used to. Niggas is only trying to be stat builders now because all they know is now is like, as long as I'm, my stats good, niggas gonna talk about me later down the line. Nigga, I'll be Oscar Robinson. Like, that's it. Like, niggas gonna talk about how much stats I have. Like, okay, you feel me? But niggas don't wanna win no more. So, 
Nah, man, definitely too much niggas don't want to win. Niggas don't even want to win no more. Niggas just I think, like, I think, I think, bro, I think 10, I think 10, I think 10, 15 players want to win. Because you got niggas like LaMelo who just don't give a fuck out there. Like, I, like, I love watching that nigga too, but like. I love watching LaMelo. Yeah, I love he, he cares. He cares about winning. I just don't think he cares about no ring. I don't think that's what I mean. He don't care okay. about the shit. He just he just out there like nigga, oh, nigga. This is, <laughs> just I be doing this shit in my backyard, nigga. Ah, nigga, look at this. Good time, bro. Nigga, Uber, nigga. Ah, nigga. <laughs> I'm gonna get a Lamelo ball jersey. Me too. That nigga, that shit raw. I ain't right. gonna lie. I'll fuck with that. This is ball on the back, bro. That's raw. Ball, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out Lamelo ball, bro. Listen, I think that I'm, I'm gonna hop in the. Oh, yeah. Well, go ahead and uh, hand people your black word of the day. Oh yeah, man. So. My black word of today is from Octavia Butler. Octavia Butler is a pioneer in uh, in fiction. Um, her work is marketed in inclusion and focusing on people of the African uh, descent, particularly women, as well as exploitation of the human body and the uh, in the relation of in the relation to identity. Um, and her words today was, every story I create, creates me. I write to create myself. Octavia Butler. Did you choose that particularly because you wrote bars today? I did choose that because I wrote bars today, but I also chose it because of you. I chose it because of you because of this, one, because of this particular subject that we have. A lot of my bars, a lot of the times I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pick my black words is because related to what we're talking about in the day. And um, that all coincides with Luminati speaking, talking about uh talking about speaking about Luminati that talks about it, KD, that talks about, um, that, that just talks about everything that we spoke about today. A lot of times, yes, every story that you write and every time that you speak, even that, it, you're create, it, it creates you. Damn. Because whatever you tell somebody, whatever you put out there in the world about yourself, that's what people are going to believe. That's so, dope. you know what I mean? So you got a right to create yourself. You got to continue to to tell people about you so that that way, that's how your story is going to be your legacy. Big on, I'm big. On, I'm big on words, man. I'm really big on words. I was having a lot of, I've had a lot of religious conversations this year with a lot of different people, and I think that part of this may sound, I'm strange to me, but my religion is words. I think a lot of the things that you say are definitely just genuinely, you know, important. Like the things that come out of your mouth are important. When I have friends that say they can't do something, it's a turn off. Like, if you don't want to, say, I don't want to. I'm not interested. But you can't, don't want to hear about it. You can't do it, don't want to hear about it. And that you're writing your, you are writing your own story with the words that you say. I appreciate the bar, bro. Genuinely appreciate that, man. I'm going to go ahead and hop into the, hop into our 48th law. I had a completely different law. But as the episode went on, I had to change laws because this one relates specifically to everything that we've talked about. And law number 36, disdain things you cannot have. Ignoring them is the best revenge. Sometimes it's better to ignore things. You make small problems worse, make yourself look bad, and give your enemy attention he doesn't deserve if you respond to a minor provocation. By not showing interest, you maintain your superiority. When faced with an irritating but minor offense, sometimes the best course is to ignore it. Not responding can be a demonstration of power. A message that is not worth your interest. 
interestingly enough, a lot of us go into these things where I'm going to make it known about this thing. And then all you're doing is genuinely making it worse. Like a thing, a real issue I have that happens like a lot, a lot, a lot is there'll be people protesting other people protesting. And I understand the ideal of it, but if you ignore them, then they'll go, then it looks worse on them. It would be these things where back in the day you see these videos, not not back in the day they when, when it was a problem problem, but like in the 90s, the Klan is showing it's looking silly. You have black folks out there like protesting the Klan. It's like, yo, now that's more people at their rally. There's more mm -hmm. people there. And then you have other things where there'll be liberals out protesting um, protesting against the cops, protesting anti-protesting violence. And then you got the Proud Boys from out protesting against the protests. Ignore them. Just say, just, just ignore them. Like, if you see people in front of Planned Parenthood and no one else is out there, they just out there with they sign, respectively, respectively, how silly do they look? Pretty silly. When yeah. you get other people protesting the protests across the street, all you're doing is bringing more people to Planned Parenthood so people that need help can't get in the building. Right. So now once you pull up to protest against the pro-life people, the pro-life people got more people on TV like, oh, I got to pull up. They need help. Yeah. Yeah. So all you're doing is all you're doing is, pro is provoking the issue. Sit home and laugh. But you got to disdain the things, not disdain the things that you cannot have, but disdain the things that are unimportant to you. Ignoring it is the very best revenge. That's law number 36. You hear that, KD? Don't let these niggas tell you you're not top five, cuz. Who cares? You could ignore that shit. It kept moving forward. It kept scrolling on. Now you done made this shit a problem. Now you got niggas going to be looking into your stats saying, is he really top five or is he not top five? And then pretty soon Skip going to be talking about it. Shannon going to be talking about it. Fucking everybody going to be talking about it. Well, you didn't even need that shit. Could have been just minding your fucking business. Learn from James Harden. Learn from fucking... <laughs> Learn from these... <laughs> these other niggas. I don't give a fuck. Niggas, stop letting these niggas make you weak, cuz. All right. Learn from James Harden. Learn from Kendrick Lamar. Learn from Charlie Chaplin. Learn from Charlie Chaplin. Just don't Learn say Charlie shit. Chaplin for real. Is don't he, say is, shit. Well, question before we leave though, is KD in your top five? In the league right now? Yeah. Yeah, he's in my top five in the league right now. What's your top five? Curry, KD. Um, I'ma say Luca. Um, I'ma say uh I'm gonna say Luca. I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say Giannis. And I'm gonna still say LeBron. I think LeBron I'm gonna still say LeBron. LeBron gotta be in my top five until that nigga leave. That nigga that, until that nigga can't put up 30, that nigga in my top five. Nigga, what the fuck you niggas mean? Nigga, LeBron, nigga the goat, nigga. Fuck about what you niggas talk about, nigga. Nigga, G-O-A-T, nigga, LeBron, nigga. <laughs> He just said 20 minutes ago, just go talk to silly. And now here we go. Now when it comes to LeBron. You're gonna have these Jordan, see how these Jordan fans getting us canceled. You know how they start having seizures when you say LeBron is good at basketball. Ah, fight one of them niggas. Bro, all of, <laughs> all of them are 45 years old. Yep, Listen, nigga. <laughs> you can't be out here fighting. You can't be out here fighting the OGs, bro. Listen. Y'all can be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. Drink water. Hey, man. Attention. You made it this far. Yes, drink water, just don't drink double water. <laughs> You know, drink liquid they, death, man. <laughs> drink liquid death water all day. It's the best. Nah, drink I, liquid death water. Murder your thirst. Murder it. 
No, but look, man, you hey, you made it this far. Just know we here at the Dell and Ryan Report really, 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 really fuck with you. So before you leave, before you get ready to go go fulfill the rest of your day, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, make sure you comment. Until next time, peace.